When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday and welcome back. This week, we're exploring a major aspect of being human, imperfection. We're discussing those inevitable upsets, perceived failures or shortcomings, and the importance of rolling with it and moving forward. It's called Embracing Imperfection. And we're getting it started today with missed opportunities. In the final week of April, we spent a week discussing regret. We explored the idea that regret is a shared experience throughout all of humanity. It's a universal trait. There are people who've learned to work with their regret. There are people who feel the weight of their regret every now and then. And then there are people who allow their subconscious minds to beat them into submission with their regrets. One thing is clear, there are only a few kinds of people who don't experience regret at all. People with damaged prefrontal cortexes, sociopaths, and young children whose brains are still developing. What's surprising is, even though it's such a widely shared experience, there's still a significant amount of shame associated with regret. Katherine Schultz, author of Being Wrong, Adventures in the Margin of Error, describes our relationship with regret as a cultural Kool-Aid of sorts. We're told that lamenting things that occurred in the past is an absolute waste of time. We should always look forward, not backward. And that one of the noblest and best things we can do is to live a life free of regret. And to the contrary, she proposes the idea that we shouldn't attempt to live a life free of regret, but to live a life alongside it. You may recall our conversation about Daniel H. Pink's fascinating exploration, where he delved into 50 years of social science on regret. He then asked people to submit their regrets as part of his study, and to his surprise, he gathered over 16,000 submissions from people all over the world, 105 countries in total. And what he found is that regrets can really be organized into four categories, foundational, boldness, moral, and connection-based regrets. Foundational includes things like not saving money, not taking better care of our health, or not working hard enough in school. It's the, if only I'd done the work. Boldness regret includes stepping up to the plate or going out on a limb when an opportunity arises. It's things like introducing yourself to that person you find interesting, taking on that responsibility you're not sure you can handle, or quitting a job to take a chance at something better. It's if only I'd been braver. Moral is acting contrarily to our own individual inner compass of right and wrong. It's if only I resisted temptation. And finally, connection-based regret are those where we don't take the time to reconnect with people we care about. Generally, this regret is most felt when someone has passed away or the connection is no longer available to us. It's if only I'd reached out when I had the chance. When it comes to missed opportunities, we're regretting inaction. The trick, according to Kathy Scholes, is to reframe the meaning behind these ruminations, to make it actionable. 
She presents the notion that regret doesn't remind us that we did badly. It reminds us that we can do better. Again, we're transforming that all but useless thought loop into a targeted goal. I didn't do it then, but I'm going to make certain that I do it next time. We allow our perceived setbacks or failures to become teachable moments to affect change moving forward. It's also important to remember we have to make a lot of assumptions in order to decide that a different choice would have led to a better outcome. That's something we can't possibly know for certain. And yet we often use our imagination against ourselves, punishing ourselves for what might have been had we behaved differently. So we live and learn. We recognize the universality of regret. We all have it. And if possible, we try our best to laugh at ourselves because humor and even black humor connects the poles of positive and negative in our lives. Finally, forgiveness is rarely a one and done decision. It's often a decision we'll have to revisit time and time again, even when we're forgiving ourselves. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day two of our week on embracing imperfection. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.